You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, this is like a little side note that I had thought of um, on the topic of magnesium and um, the name of the podcast that I came up with was Understanding the Skin, Why Our Two Greatest Deficiencies Have Not Been Overcome. And talking about um, how we, you know, the vitamin D, which is not vitamin D or magnesium, you could say are the two biggest deficiencies. Well, the reason they haven't been overcome is because we haven't understood the primordial functions of the skin. So now we're starting to understand the skin insofar as vitamin D and production, uh, which cholesterol is used uh, and the sun shines into the cholesterol and radiates it and we start to develop a form of vitamin D through that. There's also vitamin D through nutrition, um, through the food we eat, and um, which we have an animal form and a plant form. Um, but on all cases, magnesium is used to break down um, the form, the present form in the skin and break it down through hydroxylation into um, its more active form or its fully active form or its semi-active storable form where it's stored in the body. And the hydroxylation will kind of bring it down from something which is more liposoluble into something a little more water-soluble and um, transportable, etc. So um, this process is magnesium-dependent. Um, and what's interesting is that even in the sun, you know, like, okay, we have the food, so it's going to be dependent there as well, this whole conversion process, this hydroxylation uh, process using magnesium. But it's also um, dependent on even the sun level, even that level of this desaturation of the cholesterol molecule into this kind of hormone called, you know, dihydroxy vitamin D. Um, and so that process um, is kind of like the way I'm seeing it is I'm seeing it as like kind of like an inner sun. You have the outer sun, which is shining that into there and changing that molecule. And then you have the inner sun, which is magnesium. Now, magnesium, why would I say inner sun? Because magnesium is well known to be the brightest light uh, in metallurgy. When you're burning light, you know, like welding or something with magnesium, the light is so bright. It's the brightest of all lights. It's like a white light. It also creates UV. Um, so this can also happen in the body. And if you think, well, no, that's outside the body. You can't do that inside the body. But yes, you can. I mean, if you look at bioluminescence, where you have this glowing effect, uh, this is caused by certain, um, you know, bacteria, but it's also caused by um, those bacteria in conjunction with magnesium and uh, I think manganese. Um, so that connection there between the magnesium and the bioluminescence is also the same connection within the body. So the body acts as an inner sun as well, um, converting that 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 um, chemical into its further metabolites, and so it does that not only for the sun in in the in the skin when the sun hits the cholesterol and then that's converted using the magnesium hydroxylation um, as this inner sun process but it's also being done to the food and everything else we eat you know if we're eating the vitamin d3 we're eating herring or 
we're eating something that's heavy in vitamin D, like if you ever look inside of a lobster or a crab, there's this white stuff that fills the shell. So you're eating this stuff. And so some of these areas where you have this rich vitamin D and then, you know, lard, very, you know, really like I usually use imported lard from Poland and there's like this layer close to the skin and there's a lot of like fat there. And so you have, they have it there as long as the pigs have been outside and, you know, have like a healthy life um, outside to a certain degree, you're going to have this vitamin D there as well. Um, you're going to have it in egg yolks and you have a lot of different places. Um, but like foie gras as well, um, but like the um, liver, uh, a lot of liver, um, uh, chicken liver, different types of liver. But um, so it's important to find the vitamin D, but then it has to be converted through this inner sun process. And it's very interesting, this inner sun idea. Um, I don't know, um, you know, it comes at, in contact with heat and oxygen, and then this is how this process happens in the body. So outer sun, inner sun, magnesium. Um, magnesium is also, if you look at the center of the hemoglobin molecule, which is iron, um, that's kind of like this central animal kind of, in, um, what would you call it, molecule. You know, all animals have this blood, we all have this iron, and, and then when you go to the magnesium, it's the center molecule, I guess you could say it's the sun of, of, a, of another uh, molecule which is in the plant world which is not blood but like chlorophyll and so magnesium is at the center of the chlorophyll molecule whereas iron is at the center of the hemoglobin molecule so there is something um, solar about the magnesium even in that context is we know chlorophyll comes through the Sun it comes through sunlight that is how um, that green chlorophyll comes through it's coming through the, the, the Sun which creates that um, and then, you know, the, the chickens eat the, the green grass and then that creates the, 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 the vibrant orange of the egg yolk. And so there's this deep connection between this, this kind of sun <coughs> and this green, you know. So I was just looking at that. I found it to be interesting. Um, just, you know, it's not like science. But like there's some truth to how the body works, um, maybe esoterically or alchemically to, um, to break these things down. So what that means is that magnesium and, and vitamin D are very linked. They're linked together and they're linked in the skin together. So within that skin, we are not only taking magnesium chloride, which is coming transdermally, but we're breaking it down into smaller and smaller pieces of that metal to where it can finally be absorbed as food into the body through acidification processes, the skin is acidic, so you have this microflora there, just like the, the sauerkraut is acidic with the microflora, it's the same for the skin, there is a flora there. Um, if you use a microscope, you can see it, if you're not soaping up everywhere all the time with all this foam, then it's allowed to keep growing, and you know, I guess you soap where you need to, but you're not soaping everywhere at all times. And so, <clears throat> this flora, um, is part of um, how the body brings that acidification process to the magnesium in the derm through the hair follicles, brings it back down into the deeper layers of the skin to fat processes and attaches it to fats and glycinates and um, citrates and threonates and everything you can imagine that we buy as a patented molecule is done in the body. The natural R form, not the L form, is done in the body. 
And so through these processes of acidification and fat association and conjugation, and these are all happening in the skin, and the magnesium at the same time is hydroxylating the vitamin D, the cholesterol in the skin, and then it's taking that and converting that down into um, uh, a more water-soluble component that can be sent to the liver, processed into the 25-dihydroxy um, vitamin D and then passed on to the kidneys for the 1.25 final fully active form of um, vitamin D, uh, D3. And so um, this whole process is all happening at the origin in the skin. And so the reason why we're stuck in these two deficiencies is not only have we not understood some of the basic foods of humanity and lard and some of these things. I mean, back in the old days, they would eat like, you know, rye bread with 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 lard because the lard everyone could afford lard and and the pigs ate outdoors and so you had this kind of vitamin D deficiency wasn't so rampant um, and so um, now we're losing touch with these traditions on the food level but even on the sun level using all these sunscreens which block all the vitamin D three you know melanoma they're starting to figure out was caused by lack of vitamin D and then also you don't want to. You also don't want to associate too much vitamin D in an isolated way. You want to do it with vitamin A together as they are naturally in like fermented cod liver oil, for example. And that will give you the right amount of vitamin D dose without losing the A, which they become antagonistic if you play with them. So it's better not to isolate one and just take one. So that's why natural food, chicken liver, things like that, or liver in general, like has been a high source of that. But even ice cream is a high source of, of that when it's done right. But so, um, you know, learning to um, see how these things are all connected in the skin, the magnesium deficiency, the vitamin D deficiency, and then how that cholesterol is, is converted down uh, into that process, this inner sun process. It's really a powerful way to see magnesium. Um, magnesium not only desaturates, but it also uh, protects the lipid um, from per, from peroxidize, uh, peroxidation, it protects the fats and the hormone, the vitamin D hormone. Once it's pulled out and rendered a little bit more fluid and transportable, it protects it as well through that viscosity. And you can feel that even in the transdermal magnesium, that viscosity. It's a type of viscosity which is smooth but yet has traction because there's a little grit to it. And so this is the mineral. Um, layout of magnesium. It's kind of like a coating, a sheen with all these little micro points in it. And so this is what the body needs to move things along in the right way from the platelets and their oxygen to the fixation of the blood where it becomes too clotty, too sticky and, and how magnesium comes and pulls that out, that factor out of there, thromboxan, and it allows it to have the right fluidity, etc. So all of these things are playing pretty much the same role all the way through. And you have to know that magnesium is a key feature to unlocking this, uh, the transdermal route, and then the rest will start coming through. Uh, you know, they say that they have these multiple studies out now showing that whenever you have the right amount of magnesium, high levels of magnesium intracellular, then the vitamin D all of a sudden is not being lost as much as it was before. Like it's it's maintaining itself. It's reabsorbing better. It's being stored and re-pulled out of the tissues better. Everything's becoming more efficient. And so you have this kind of efficient system. And they work, it works the other way too, the vitamin D which is not being, which is being um, at the right level, is also creating a better usage of the magnesium in a better reabsorption at the and the distal um, at the renal level. So, 
Um, this is how you get the system to work and Pandora's box put back together through natural products. So don't go to get the fake stuff. Always try to get the best stuff you can for this such a ubiquitous deficiency. Our stuff costs three bucks a month, full disclosure, but it's the best stuff you can find. It's in a glass bottle. It's from the Zextine inside. There's fake brands out there that use uh, names are um, ancient and Permian and all this stuff. And they even use the word Zextine, but um, the only true Zextine comes from the Zextine Inside certification, which has a logo on each bottle, and we're also in glass. So it's only three bucks a week. Don't be afraid to come check us out at theheartoftradition.com. You can use the code promo HEART10 if you want 10% off. So thanks. Come check us out.